You've found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. Catch John and Ed as they broadcast live weekly, and join the conversation. Go to RadioTFI.com for schedules, information, and more. And now, enjoy the show. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. Good morning, everybody. It's Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon. Over there, way over there in the Radio TFI executive tower, which is has not relocated to this point. It is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. From the hot and steamy uh, east coast of the of these United States, we trust you've had a fun and fantastic, or a fantastic and fantastic week. Anyway, we trust you're doing well. Thanks for joining us today. Uh John is too modest to mention it, but I will. He's got a cold or something, so <laughs> it's not going to be technical difficulties today. That's how he sounds right now. So, uh, oh my god, we, we wish him well. It's it's not the vid. Uh, we know that, so it's it's just simple mononucleosis. Which, uh, John, how the hell are you today? Yeah, well, had my had the insides of my brains tickled last night, just to be sure. Uh huh. And uh, how'd that work out for you? Uh, well, it it tickled. <laughs> I haven't, but been yeah, there. my apologies to the viewing audience. I'm gonna look like uh, crap every time I happen to go have to go up here to my nose to wipe it and what have you. So, uh, uh fun times. What can I say? It's it's all about you, John, but. Let's make you feel a little bit better here. We're going to get get things kicked off with your favorite segment of the day, which actually made it into the Wordle Clue this week. I saw that. (laughs) 
It's the Radio TFI Market Watch brought to you by Wordle. Uber closed the week at 23.35, down a dollar four. Lyft closed the week at 19.07, down 93 cents. Meanwhile, Tesla closed the week at 663.90, down 103.94. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> good old, good old Tesla. <laughs> you asked for that, John? Well, it's, it's, it's falling like a rock, too. Isn't it Holy but you, you requested that. And what we're well, going to... I thought, I thought we'd... Uh, we'd uh, we're going to keep an eye on that. For yeah, the next, for, might not be a bad idea. For the next few weeks. So, uh, Elon... We're coming after you. Oh, by the way, Elon Musk now now a full blown Republican, uh, or so he says. Yeah. yeah, a couple of people made fun of him on Twitter, and now he's all he's all bent out of shape. You know, and it's it, uh, not that he's you know he's another Donald Trump. You know, he never pays any attention to anybody that's talking back to him on Twitter when no. he tweets anything. But nonetheless, I I felt I should point it out that. He had said at one point in time in one of his tweets that, oh, d- Democrats are mean. They're mean-spirited. They're hateful. Wow, wow, wow. I, I kindly reply, replied to him as, as, as thinking, think of it as the kid who, is all, who has been bullied most all of his life mm-hmm. and who finally has said, enough, had enough. No more Mr. Nice Guy here. You're going to be a jackwad? Well, now you're going to see what this uh, what this sounds like coming from the uh, from the other side. I, I, I truly believe that people on the left are starting to finally say that. That enough yes. is enough. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. It's not there where we need it to be yet, but uh, I feel spines are growing. And snarkiness is coming, and we have to step out of the parlor and quit being polite. Because, uh, oh, but but before, oh, geez, that reminds me. To the ladies and gentlemen of North Carolina, Western North Carolina, good for, good on you, Madison Carthon. What do we say, John? See ya. I there's no way I could sing along with that one. <laughs> you got that one all on your own. So, uh, so Danger Wheel is is out. You know, now we got to start picking them off one by one. Uh, don't forget, don't forget in uh, Northern Georgia, you got Marcus Flowers, you got a ham sandwich. You can vote for Ed if you like. Come November, uh, the MTG gotta go. Lauren Bober gotta go. Jordan, all of them, guts to go. Uh, this was just, you know, just the first step. Pennsylvania, it is it is imperative. Uh, whichever one of the Republican knuckleheads, Dr. Oz or the other nitwit, uh, uh, the, the businessman, but certainly Dr. Oz, we can't let him even get close to a November runoff. Uh, that we can't let any Republican win Pennsylvania because we'll never see a straight election result again. As it is, they're going to start crying in November anyway. They'll scream and cry that every every uh, election was rigged. Every you know every state, every 
district. Anytime they don't win, uh, that's the new that's the the new line. Anytime they don't win, that it, it's rigged. It's rigged. Well, and and again, Trump said that he said that before. He said that like in October of 2020. Uh, you know, well, we're gonna, you know, if we win, when we win, it'll be the greatest victory ever, and if we lose, well, it's it's rigged. So. Well, he even said that. He even said that when he uh, uh, in uh, twenty sixteen before the twenty sixteen election. Right, right. Good morning, Rolando. And uh, I wouldn't catch dogs. That's uh, only dogs that needed help. It's the only dogs I would catch. Nice to see you back, pal. Uh, uh, you miss football season, though. So you're a little late. Anyway, uh, yeah. So get out there and vote. Vote for Ed. Uh, vote for vote for vote blue, and if you can't vote blue, if vote Ed, I will have all my details up. Literally, I'm serious about this. I want you to write me in in your particular state, even your foreign country. I don't really, uh, I can't really run there. But remember, Ed's only got one one plank in his platform: serve one term, see ya, and collect the pension. I'm not going to do anything to bother anybody. I I won't show up for meetings. I won't, you know, I'll be here every Sunday. I can't be bothered traveling back and forth to D.C. I got an apartment to look for. Uh, so you see that Madison is uh, calling. Now, he, he supposedly is taking it. He originally took it, took his uh, loss there. You know, he took it supposedly with a great assault. But now he's starting to come back. He uh, He's calling for the rise of the dark MAGA. Mm, yeah. Can yeah. you, uh, you know, is this bad enough? Okay. Now, now we're, now we are uh, basically uh, looking for Darth Vader. Uh, uh, that's well, that's kind of what MAGA res- reminds me of anyways, but now we're going to we're going further into it. We're calling for the rise of the dark MAGA. Luke, I am your father. Well, I don't think I think we've seen enough of the dark MAGA. Uh, they couldn't find their way out of a phone booth. Remember, these are the folks that stormed the Capitol, and uh, and and made it the most photographed event. Uh, I'm gonna say ever. They took they took Instagram and and uh, you know selfies, and then now tried to decline deny being there. It's uh, you know. Look, I'm happy to see that all the all the small fish are getting. They don't, as far as I'm concerned, they don't need to go to prison for life, but a couple of months. This has turned their lives upside down, and good, good, good on uh, on uh, the government for that. You uh, you effed around, and now you're finding out you cannot storm the Capitol. Okay, you want to call it a protest? Fine. Why did you bring baseball bats and bear spray and? You know, we got people dead and permanently injured. You stormed the Capitol. And uh, it's it's coming it's coming down the pike. Bobert's going to get nailed for, uh, for leading the tours around the Capitol. Not tours. Reconnaissance around the Capitol the day before. Keeping in mind, the building was closed to the public. There were no tours. They've already got somebody squealing on her. So, you know... The, I can't wait for these hearings to start. I, I don't know what date they're going to start and start being televised, but I, I'm 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 very much hopeful of the fact that 
the reason we're not getting a lot of a lot of info out is because they got some goodies coming up. They don't they don't want to spill the beans any more than they have to. Well, no, exactly. No, 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 Rolando. He says honestly, it should be two term limit. Oh, there's sh- I see what you're saying. I thought you wanted me for a two terms. No way, Jose. Uh, no way. No one term and out. I'm collecting a pension, and I promise you'll never hear from me again. That's my campaign promise. Elect me, and you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> I'll, I'll, even, I... I'll even quit this show. <laughs> oh, my God. That's. <laughs> Give me my pension. I'm out the door. I'm out the door. Yeah. Well, I, I, I tell you, it's. <laughs> These people have. Uh, we got a we got a whole we got a whole line of crazy train here today. Yeah, we do. And I can't wait to unwrap this one. Unfortunately, uh, I I have to unwrap this one. This is Greg Locke. Oh. Ed refers to him as the nasty pastor. Get get a, get a load of this guy seriously. And the worst part about it is he does. He takes himself seriously. I got it. I'm to the place right now. If you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You can get out, you baby butchering election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. They hate this nation. Get mad all you want to. I don't care if you stand. I don't care if you throw tomatoes, praise God. I'm about to throw a microphone up in his house. CNN can eat my dirty socks. You cannot be a Democrat and a Christian. You cannot. Somebody say amen. The rest of you, get out. Get out. Get out in the name of Jesus. I ain't playing your stupid games. Bunch of devils. I'm sick of it. They want to talk about the insurrection. Mm. Let me tell you something. You ain't seen an insurrection yet. You keep on pushing our buttons, you low-down, sorry compromisers. You God-hating communist America. You'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says that we'll take it by force. That's what the Bible says. That's what the Bible says. It's going to get worse. Say hallelujah. Say amen. Brothers and sisters of the first church of the gooey death in this gown house of worship. Sorry, I could not resist. God. Praise what? Jesus. Praise Jesus. Yes, Rolando, he is passionate. That is, uh, passionate. That's, that's a good Christian for you. Denying the views of others, uh, preparing to take not just umbrage, but to do physical harm because someone has a different viewpoint than you do. That, my friends, that's a good Christian. That's why God 
is going to open the pearly gates to you. And by the way, when you until you get to the pearly gates, you're going to need to hold on to that, that, that key to the pearly gates. But until you get there, we're now selling a version of it that is like a Swiss Army knife. It's got a screwdriver, a spoon, and all manner of good things for only $19.99. Just send your money right here to this here radio station. Say hallelujah. Say amen. Be quiet. Be quiet, Gil. He's serious. This guy, this guy is. It's an act. He's serious. It's I, all an I, act. I don't know how. I don't know how tall this guy is, but he looks like he's about an inch shorter than me. And then watching him jump up and down on the stage, it's like he is. He is full of it, and he knows it. But, but the people lapping it up don't know it. Don't realize it. Don't care. Yeah, they're sending. They're sending their money because they're hateful. You talk about who the hateful people are. Because I I have a different viewpoint than you. I'm going to hell. Well, first off, eh, I don't. Not so sure. I believe in hell. I got to do this once a week with this guy. So look, I can be a tour guide in hell at this point. You want to? But but this is what happens. They don't. All these, all, all these religious fanatics, I'm sorry. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Your faith is your faith and you are entitled to it. You believe whatever it is you believe. On the same token, I get to believe what I want to believe. And if I want to believe in Democrats, then I believe in Democrats. But if you're going to sit there and you're, and then now down the line, he's going to sit there and deny that very video we just showed and say, I never, I never incited my people to an insurrection. You made it a point to say, wait, if you think you've seen an, er an insurrection, or was it just an erection? I forget. It's been so long. Yeah, he's, he said, basically what he said is you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't, oh, man. Yeah, so what I'm saying is bring it. Yeah, well, again, I think that there are people, there are people who definitely look at things a little differently than this guy that uh, are back there saying, look, little man, look, you little hateful little prick. We uh, we see you over there. And if all of a sudden you think you're going, you know, you're going to start you know, preaching violence and preaching uh, you know, that's what he's telling. He's calling for his followers to go out. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, he's calling for his followers to act with violence and what have you. And, and they said they they turn around and they say that people on the left are are doing that. My all people on the left are saying is at least me. So we're listening to you. We're listening to people like uh, this Yahoo in uh, this this uh, preacher. Locke was his name, right? Yeah, Locke. Greg, Greg Locke. Greg Locke. We're listening. To, we listen to him. We see him jumping up and down on the stage and acting like a complete idiot. <laughs> and we're looking and we're watching this. You're calling, you're calling for, you know damn well, you're calling like Madison Ca Ca Cawthorn. You're uh, calling for the dark MAGA. Mm -hmm. We just sit back and say what I'm saying. Bring it, asshole. Well, just keep Come in on. mind, too, is that the MAGA folks are the same ones who 
Well, on one hand, uh, they've done everything they can to make sure every baby in this country is born. Last week, uh, they all voted to, uh, many of them voted against uh, bringing in baby formula to keep them alive. See, George, exactly. George Carlin was, was absolutely correct. They don't care. Once, once the baby's born, they could care less about that child. Mm-hmm. And they don't care. So, you know, it, it's all a sham. It's all, it's all a scam. Uh, and again, just, just to put the little disclaimer out there, it's not my place to say whether abortion is right or not. I don't have a uterus. Neither does the guy sitting next to me or apparently sitting next to me. It's magic. But that's up for women to decide. And if I'm asking my for support, I will gladly provide it. I have in the past. I would be happy to do so in the future. That being said, there are a bunch of yahoos. And uh, I'm, I'm, see, this is what we got to stop tiptoeing around it. While, yes, everybody's entitled to your opinion, you're not entitled to incite violence, which is what this clown is doing. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. Yeah, baby formula. Well, baby formula. Yeah, but baby formula, exactly. Uh, the, the, the act, what they actually voted down, from what I understand, was the, to allow, apparently, on the WIC program. Uh, which is a program for those who don't know uh, helps mothers obtain it's food stamps uh, formula it's food stamps it's not Wick. quite food st- it's a little it's a little more generalized than food stamps no wick is wick is food stamps no ed believe actually i've i've known a couple people that have received wick all right yeah it is it is specific what you what you you're handed at least back in the day you're handed basically a. Uh, it, it's not food stamps. It's not. Geez, remember, remember back in the day of food stamps. They, I do. They, they look like money. I <laughs> I do, and actually, uh, you know, I got in trouble once. I went to the post office and I tried to mail a watermelon with food stamps. They uh, they asked me to leave the premises. I I, I tried. You're but, gonna uh, you're gonna just let me sink on this one, aren't you? You damn skippy. <laughs> um, no, well, but Wick is specific to baby formula. Um, it's also uh, milk, cheese, cereal, hmm. that type of that type of. Uh, I thought that was all food stamps. No, uh. Uh-uh. But anyways, what they were doing was is the the they were there was a specific kind of baby formula that the uh, people the uh, people the WIC recipients couldn't receive and um, they wanted to change that where WIC recipients could get this type of formula so they could continue feeding uh, right. feeding the babies apparently the short of the stuff that we're really short on is the stuff that uh, is specifically for the uh, available uh, uh, via WIC, so the, the mothers who are uh, have who are receiving these benefits are the ones that are suffering quite a bit because mm-hmm. that's the only type of formula they can buy. Right. Well, my understanding is, uh, well, it's for the past year and a half, two years now, uh, 
your same basic group of uh, Republicans are voting no on anything that comes down the pike. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and anything and everything. It doesn't matter unless it specifically benefits their peeps. But uh, anyway, uh, so the first batch of, of uh, formula from overseas landed this morning. Uh, I forget where, but, you know, look, it's, uh, that's got to be a frightening thing when your baby needs the formula and I don't have kids, so I didn't actually go through all that, uh, you know, but I understand there, you know, certain people at certain times, certain kids need to have certain things. And, uh, you know, we need to, to get it. There was a piece of, there was a piece of video circulating around from Oakland, California. Woman had about 20 some odd cans of formula. And another woman says, hey, you know, could you not take all of them? Leaves, well, I need them for my baby. Well, I need them for, I need a couple for my baby, to, you know. And, and it was just, people are hoarding now. It's just. Well, it's just like toilet paper back in the day. To, you know, that's. There was, that's a, there was a reason for people. I can understand the reason for hoarding the formula. To this day, somebody needs to explain to me why people were hoarding toilet paper. At no time has this. COVID ever ever made you poop more than you were already pooping? According, uh, according to what the couple of things I saw, and I thought the same very same thing. But apparently one of the one of the uh, symptoms with uh, COVID is diarrhea. Still. <laughs> just saying. Uh, let's move on. Let's just move on. Um uh, so, anyways, what? Uh, oh, I was going to say that um, the problem is worse in other parts of the country, apparently, because uh, uh, Lori had just got done. She shipped, uh, bought, and shipped some formula from here in Minnesota to a uh, friend of her sister's in uh, California. Mm hmm. And apparently, you gotta you gotta look a little bit for it out here. But um, the Walmart's uh, now granted as soon as the Walmart's get it, it flies off the shelves. But they've been able to they've been able to restock here in Minnesota. So well, this too shall pass. Helping somebody out. Oh yeah, you're, you're absolutely when, right. When, when, once the Abbott factory reopens and they get back, you know. The problem is there's really only four basic four manufacturers for the bulk of of all this in the country, and one of them that is responsible for about forty three percent, I believe, was the number I heard. Yeah, uh, is shut down at the moment. It's going to take another couple of weeks for them to gear up and and get going again. Uh, although we they knew this was coming. This this is what it's surprising is that they knew this was coming. This shutdown was coming, and eh, nobody did anything about it. But, you know, why, why be proactive about a problem when we can uh, overreact and run around like nitwits? Because, you know, that's where the fun is. <sighs> John had me working like a dog last night, putting uh, videos together and, and all that. And, uh, John, i got to step away for a second. I'll be right back. Uh, take over, my friend. You're you're muted, John. You're muted. Well, damn. Speaking of the videos that uh, 
Ed was talking about. And, and forgive me, this is probably not going to be the first time that I slip up on the mute button because I've had to hit it quite a few times already today. Uh, let's take a look at Tucker Carlson here, where he is even more so than Sean Hannity has become the the lightning rod. He has become the one that is uh, putting it out there, and through his uh, through his rhetoric and through his little show that he's got going, is helping uh, helping turn uh, turn some people uh, into ravenous idiots here. So let's. Uh, Let's look at this one here. Uh, quick. The more I think about it, it takes a lot of gall for Patch McCain to attack moms who are worried about baby formula as, quote, pro-Russia. I mean, that's probably one of, that's one of the most outrageous things I think I've ever heard now that I'm thinking about it. I mean, why not just answer the question? Why, why the attacks? What does that tell you? So this is where he is actually going after uh, a uh, fellow Republican, uh, Ben Crenshaw. Uh, is a uh, army veteran and is uh, happens to be wearing an eye patch. But you see, the thing is, is if any of these Republicans, oh, far, far be it for any of these Republicans to actually quote moderate uh, and go along with things such as baby formula and what have you. Um. If if you know you you make that you make that mistake, all of a sudden you've got uh, got uh, Tucker Carlson to have to deal with. So, um, there, I'm back. There are those, I see you. There are those who uh, who suggest that uh, Tucker Carlson should be held responsible in, uh, for the insurrection. For the for the rioting on January sixth, um, there's a uh, there's a couple of folks that uh, actually would agree with that position. The hypocrisy is insane, and Tucker Carlson is a creature of Washington, and all of what he does at night, the dangerous rhetoric that he spews every night in his show, right. he's full of shit. It's an act, but it's a dangerous one, and now there's bloodshed behind it. That's what and makes it shameful. more. Da- that's what makes it more dangerous. Right. He knows what it's an he's act. doing. Exactly. He knows what he's doing. He's doing it for money. Yep. And and look, Sean Hannity is not very smart. He's a very sort of linear, plodding kind of guy. He sort of believes that that the proximity to power is good for him, so he'll just sort of maunder along in that world. But Tucker is much smarter, Mm -hmm. and he is doing this in a deliberate, provocative way. He's recognized there's a market and an audience for this kind of thing out there. And unfortunately, part of that audience um, are disturbed young men who lurk on 4chan and who see over and over again the message about white replacement and they're being told and over they internalize and over again, it. You're yeah. an incel because of those brown people who've come here. That's right. And and you know we saw that we saw the 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 horrible consequences of things like that. And no, am I drawing a direct line from Tucker's show to the shooter in in, in Buffalo? Yeah. Yes, I, I am. am. I am. Yeah. Let's uh, let's go right to that. As a matter of fact, 
unfortunately last week we kind of rushed over glazed over the the shooting in uh, buffalo i hadn't had nearly enough information on it at the time and uh come to find out that this uh this lunatic who i think i i praise the media for not uh not disclosing his name. I have no clue what this guy's name is. And have we, you heard it? I, I have heard it, but there's no need for us to repeat it. Why give no, him exactly the notoriety? Why give him the notoriety? He's uh, he's yeah. an 18-year-old racist. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, 10 people have died. Uh, others were injured. My understanding is that's that particular supermarket in Western New York and Buffalo. Uh, that uh, area was a, like a food desert. Tops came in, they opened up, uh, and they've been closed for a couple of weeks. Through the credit, this the grocery store has been shuttling people to other grocery stores, you know, to get their shopping done. Uh, but getting back to our eighteen-year-old nitwit, he had the N-word on his on on the uh, gun that he had no business, on, you know. Oh, he bought it all legal. Why is it easier to get an assault rifle than baby formula in this country? He's 18 years old. He can't buy cigarettes. He can't buy alcohol. But he can sure as heck buy a gun. Absolutely. And that, and, and I'm sure because I don't even listen to them anymore with their thoughts and prayers, you know, but it's always, well, we don't want to rush into this. We, you know, it's too soon to talk about it. How is it too soon? How many thousands of people have died? Innocent people died. Children, babies, Sandy Hook. Oh, Alex Jones ought to be hung, hung by his, uh, by his micro penis for perpetuating that myth or trying to anyway, that that was all staged. Uh, but well, it's got to stop enough is enough. I, I mean, uh, how, how does a child himself buy, buy, uh, buy weapons like this? Did I don't you hear understand about the manifest that he uh, wrote. I heard, yeah, I heard that he did, he did some rambling thing. I don't know talking, what's in it. Talking about the, the replacement. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what's going on. We've got minorities who are replacing the white folk. John, I hear they got a skinny uh, uh, Jamaican woman coming to take your spot. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's like I said... I said in a tweet uh, last week, as far as I'm concerned, us us old us old white people, and I I shouldn't take credit for this even because Ed's the one that actually uh, originally brought this uh, up, but he's right. Us old white people here, we've had a good run. We had a uh, very good run. Good, maybe, great maybe, run. Maybe not so much if you think about some of the things we've done. Well, if you talk to certain groups of people, maybe we didn't do such a good job. But be that as it may, we've had a good run. But I tell you, 
it's time to just kind of take a back seat, let the younger generation do what they're going to do. Well, they're going to do it anyway. This, this, this is their baby. <laughs> this, this, this is their baby right now. And if there's a little bit more diversity in this younger uh, generation, all the better. Look, it's if it hasn't happened already, I think it's happened already. But Caucasians are, uh, if we're not a minority now, less than 50% of the population of the United States, we're like close, which is fine, which is, you know, it is what it is. Uh, exactly. You know, we're not Sweden. We're not Norway uh, or or you know any country like that with a pr- predominantly predominantly the same features we are that melting pot and again as white men we've had a good run at mucking things up eh, let the ladies step in let let the young ones let the let let the people of color step in i'm good come on uh we lord knows we've screwed it up enough and uh you know uh I, I, I just I, I'm just so tired of mass shootings like this. And let's face it, this kid came in, he was he was literally loaded for bear. Uh-huh. This was planned. This was not and had he not been stopped, I I think I heard, I believe my understanding is he was gonna continue on down in the shopping center or that stretch or you know. It was not gonna end at the grocery store. It was not going to end there. So, I mean, good for the people that survived it. Uh, obviously, our sympathies to to those that lost somebody. Uh, now, you know what you what you never see though. What's that? With is is with all the atrocities over the years that have happened to African Americans, you never. To my knowledge, ever see in these mass shootings, you never see a black man going and shooting up uh, someplace that is predominantly white. It has happened. Uh, I know for a fact it's happened. But you're, well, well, the guy in the New York subway a month or two ago. Oh, big news here. Big news here. He uh, set off a smoke bomb, started firing. It's, I won't go into it. Turned himself in the next day. Uh, I'm not, it's not nearly as predominant. There's no question about it. You know, uh, the, the white ones, the white folks are doing much, much more of that. Uh, it's, it's not a hundred percent Caucasian, but it's, it's darn close. It is darn close. And we do have POTUS speaking on white supremacy. So let, let's hear what uncle Joe has to say about that. White supremacy is a poison. It's a poison running through, it really is, running through our body politic. And it's been allowed to fester and grow right in front of our eyes. No more. I mean, no more. We need to say as clearly and forcefully as we can that the ideology of white supremacy has no place in America. None. Well, and uh, and good morning, Shalotta. Thank you for joining us here. Uh, she's right. As a black woman, what was that she'd said earlier? Let me read off that again. As a black woman, I can't be scared to go to the freaking grocery store. And 
us old white guys, we don't know that fear. No. We don't. We have no, we don't know at all. Uh, we don't know at all what that feels like to have to walk into a situation and have to worry about something like this happening just because of the color of your skin. Or worse yet, just, just being pres- the presumption that I'm going to create problems simply because of the color of my skin or my appearance. No, yeah. we, I, we have no clue what that's like. And normally the people creating those problems look just like us. Yeah, unfortunately. That's so, yeah. Now, speaking of president, go ahead, John. Well, I'm, I'm kind of lost in thought with this one because, you know, I'm thinking I, I wish I had brought the, the list of names of the victims of this shooting. Mm-hmm. It's, again, we, uh, we can't say it enough. As old white folks, we have no idea. We have no idea what that is like, what that feeling is like to be targeted, whether it's by some maniac white supremacist who, who, by the way, speaking of the me using the word maniac, there's already taught. Oh, he had mental health issues. Yeah, the poor boy had mental <laughs> health issues. Yeah, that's that's the go-to from the GQP. Uh-huh. It's funny though. Let's look at Great Britain. You're telling me they've solved all their mental health issues because they don't have these mass shootings. So everybody's perfectly fine in Great Britain and France and Spain and most of Europe and a good chunk of Asia and Australia. There are no, the United States is the only country with mental health issues because we're the only country that consistently has these shootings. We don't have a gun problem. There's plenty of guns. We have a mental health problem. Was this kid bananas? Yeah, no question about it. His mind's been twisted by, I don't know, Tucker Carlson, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, but by somebody. But by somebody, there's no question about that. So, uh, yeah, this is the excuse. Oh, let's get him some mental health. We need He needs help. No, no, he needs to be put in a cage and never, never see the light of day again. Because nothing, nothing he can do at this point can bring those 10 people back. Nothing. You can apologize from now until the sun sun burns out. And it's not going to change a thing. You have affected how many lives? Not just those poor 10 souls that simply went to buy sugar and and vegetables that day. Maybe a box of uh, Cocoa Puffs. But their family, their friends, their co-workers, the entire community. Hundreds, if not thousands of people directly affected. By your, by your disgusting racist attitude and actions and this feeling that you are better than everybody else. I got news for you, kiddo. I've been on the planet 45 years longer than you. We ain't no better than anybody else. Don't stop thinking that. Just, just because, you know, just because your skin is a certain shade doesn't make you better. And it certainly doesn't make you worse. Tapping out. Yeah. 
No, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you bring up a good point there as far as the color of your skin doesn't determine whether or not you're going to be a good person or a bad person. We've uh, we've we've mentioned this uh, numerous times. It doesn't it doesn't matter if you're black or white or brown or whatever. If if you are if you are an asshole, if you're a murderer, if you're a hater, you're going to be that way regardless of your skin color. Absolutely correct. Yeah, this whole, but the the problem is, is this whole notion, this whole mentality that there's some big conspiracy to weed out the white people. Well, there's no conspiracy. It's just happened. It's just happened over time. It just happened that, you know, that uh, it's all in how people are reproducing. Quite frankly, absolutely. You, I, I, I think there's you have more quote unquote mixed marriages, if you will. You have more, more couples. There were always plenty of uh, people that didn't look alike hooking up, getting married, having babies. That's why we have some of the most exotic and beautiful people in the world. Is because we mixed a lot of stuff up. Oh, I know you. Isn't that the truth? You know. Uh, not this, you know, so it's been going on. It's a lot more ex- socially acceptable now. Let's face it. There was a time when, when you know, a, a, a black person and a white person getting married was, ay, ay, caramba. You know, they, you know. Oh, people- getting married. Hell, watching them, just watching a black and a white, uh, a black man and a, uh, walking down the street with a white woman. Oh, 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 oh my God! You want to talk about stares that they would get? Holy Christ! If it was only stares, but but not only is it more socially acceptable, it's just you know that's just the way of the world now. I mean, right. we've all met people. We've all met people who are uh, you know a mix of uh, one of my favorite stories. One of my favorite stories is my ex, her uncle. And he, you know, he was as Irish as the day is long. Uh, you know, red hair, white face, cr- uh, freckles, the map of Ireland all over his face, as people like to say. And he married a little Filipino woman who was wonderful. I, I got to meet her on a number of occasions. And uh, he had met her in the Philippines. They fell, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Now, now their, their kids, their sons, they have names... Uh, what were their names? It, it was like Jimmy and Billy, and then this straight Irish, you know, surname. But when you meet them, there's these huge walls, there's these huge, uh, uh, you know, was it uh, big, huge guys? Not no Samoan. She was Samoan, not Filipino. She was Samoan. So that you know, think of one of these big Samoans you usually see playing football, but he's got the most Irish name in the world. It's not what you're expecting, you know. Uh-huh. My cousin married married an Indian woman. Same thing. Their kids have, you know, uh, strictly, you know, gen- generally considered, you know, Caucasian American names. And you never would think when you meet them, oh, my God, this is, you know, who they are. It's not the face you're thinking of. 
when you hear the name. You hear the name, and I won't say it, but uh, let's just say it's uh, Johnny Smith. (laughs) It's not who you expected Johnny Smith to be, or John O'Shaughnessy, you know, that kind of thing, you know. So it, but getting back to, to where we were on that, it doesn't matter anymore, and it shouldn't matter. You know what? I don't, you know, as a personal taste, I know what my personal tastes are and uh, my personal preferences. And and everybody has, you know, some people like vanilla, some people like chocolate, some people like strawberry, some people like fruits and nuts. What can I say? You know, and let that. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. I thank you. And the listening audience thanks you. Uh, But this is where we are now and like it or not, you're just going to have to suck it up. And, and again, an 18 year old, that means this kid was born in what? 2004, 2004. My God, how far had we come by 2004? He doesn't know the first thing about how things were just in the sixties and seventies. Uh, as far as the racial divide goes. Not to say there isn't still a racial divide. We're certainly not, you know, all hooked up arm in arm singing hallelujah. Uh, And obviously this kid is living proof of that. Exactly. And Tucker Carlson, uh, who will do anything for ratings and who is in a lawsuit whose lawyers had to say, Tucker Carlson, no, no, no. If you listen to him, you... uh, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's how they prevailed in a lawsuit. He's not news. Yeah. Actually, somebody should turn around and say, well, you can't keep calling yourself Fox News if it's entertainment. That's what Fox exactly. is. Fox News is entertainment, and that's how they're legally listed as entertainment. Bad entertainment, but entertainment nonetheless. Some... Hey, Ed, listen, do me a favor and... Uh... Uh, run through some of these other videos here. So anyway, go ahead, John. Go ahead, John. So anyway, during the week, uh, our our one of our old favorite presidents, old W W W W Bush uh, W M D Bush, uh, had a little speech the other day, and uh, oops, had a little slip up. Let's take a listen to that. The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. (laughs) Iraq, too. Anyway. uh, (laughs) 75. Uh, Well, 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 what do you know? Finally, the truth comes out. The truth comes out. (sighs) <sighs> weapons of mass destruction for all you kids and kittens that weren't around for all that, like uh, our kid in Buffalo, who wasn't born when uh, when GWB was, was first elected uh, back in 2000. Uh, you know, the games the Republicans were playing back then were bad enough. Now now we're here. Now they're, they're just vote the entire it is so imperative that no matter where you are, you need to vote. You need to be a part of this. It's not going to change without your participation. So when we get to November, whatever it is, whenever it is you need to do, because here's the other kind of person we need to keep out of office. Uh, this is somebody by the name of Candace Taylor. Take a listen to this 
This uh, loony bird. The First Amendment right, which is our right to worship Jesus freely. That's why we have a country. That's why we have Georgia. That's why we had our founding fathers come over here and destroy American Indians' homes and their land. They took it. Look at what they went through, Native Americans, for sacrifice, for us to have the freedom we have today. First off, you're talking about the wrong amendment there, toots. Uh, that's, uh, and second of off, how, how ignorant can you be? Is she that ignorant to have no clue what the history is or is she purposely, uh, just, just spewing vile garbage out of her mouth? I mean, I don't know. I just came across this person the other day. I don't know much about her. Quite frankly, that's all I need to know about her, uh, but to think that the Native Americans let themselves be slaughtered and run upon and their land taken so that so that you could sit there and talk about Jesus. Uh, you know, who, by the way, is... I won't even get into that anymore. John, John Shannon is back. Hopefully everything's okay. Uh, everything's ducky, thank you. And while we're at it, while we have a couple minutes here, uh, I don't get to hear this person speak very often, and now I'm glad I don't, because take a listen to Justice Clarence Thomas, who... Jeez, uh, i you saved that for me. Oh, by all means, John, go right ahead. I am so glad you saved that for me, or saved that until I got back. This guy. Let's uh, let's go ahead and roll the audio, roll the video. One of the things I say in response to the media is when they talk about, especially early on, about the way I did my job, I said, I will absolutely leave the court when I do my job as poorly as you do yours. <laughs> and that was meant as a compliment, really. <laughs> I think we've neglected this side of the room as well. Oh, gosh. All the way over here, yes. <laughs> It really is good to be me. It really is. <laughs> Before you go on, John, two things. First off, that laugh. That's that a, right it, where I was going to start. It sounds like the maniacal evil laugh in a bad, bad movie of the super vil villain. And the, just the, he knows it, okay, it's good to be me, which, by the way, is from History of the World Part 1. It's good to be the king. Uh, oh, piss boy. Uh, don't get me started on all that. Uh, but he knows his job is... The only way he can lose his job is to be impeached. And with our current GQP in Congress, that ain't going to happen. So he's safe and secure. Uh, I'm on a side note, which we can talk about some other time. I saw this proposed, and I think this is a fabulous idea. 18-year terms for Supreme Court. And uh, somebody did it. You would do one like every two years. So every president in each term would, would get to appoint two Supreme Court, court justices. Once the system gets it, you know, once you get out the ones who have the lifetime appointments now. I think it's a fabulous idea. John Shannon. Well, something you're right. Something has to be done about uh you know, let's talk about Clarence. Just, let's hear. Let's hear what you got to say about him. Well, one thing the whole 
the whole thing about that maniacal laugh of his. <laughs> oh. But here's a guy who makes no no bones about who he is, what he believes in. Um and you don't see a whole lot of you don't see him getting a whole lot of flack about his wife, the uh, the uh, second shaman of uh, holy. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that? Listen, if I was if I was uh, Clarence Thomas, I'd be I'd be telling I'd be telling Ginny there to you know shut the hell up. You know, this is going to... But on the other side of that coin, why should he? He's got no He's got job security. He's got nothing to worry about. Yep. Yep. And uh, something tells me she wears the pants in that family anyway, so... but I think you're right. Hey, how would I know that for sure? How would I I know that for absolutely certain? Uh, While we're we're cleaning up here as as we're rushing to the end of... uh, not it's not hour one anymore. We're rushing to the end of the taxi stand hour. Right, right. I I'll get there. I'll get there. It's uh, you know I I've, I'm making some adjustments, but uh, I totally so, understand. So we've got some goodies coming up in hour number two. John is uh, uh, the Wayback Machine is back. It's uh, it, it's making. Oh, it I wanted of... that to be a surprise. Oh, well, you got to say these things in the uh, in, in 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 the pre-show meeting. The gotta... Pre-show, pre-show. How much yeah. pre-show did we have? You were gone for most of it. I had a wonderful meeting, quite informative, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> it went it went so smoothly. There were no questions. I just I just buzzed right along, and. Uh... <laughs> But we've also got one hit wonders coming up and uh it, it, it it's our reigning champ uh play that funky music versus Terry Jack seasons in the sun now I saw the Twitter poll I'm not gonna give it away uh I don't know what the face plant is the same but uh this could be very very interesting it, they tend to go the opposite way of each other so I really don't know uh how that's gonna turn out but tune in. And uh, and then we'll discuss next week's challenger, which there was some controversy over yesterday, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it in, in, in due time. In due time, you you best believe we uh, we will. And uh, and what else? Oh, then birthdays as well. The uh, John John swore we'd only do five birthdays a week, but anyway. So we got birthdays. We've got we've got the Wayback Machine. We we've got uh, one hit wonders. We got and and whatever else we can cook up in the uh, in during our, our next hour. It's it, do we consider it a whole new show? It's just killing time. That's it's not it's not only a description. It's the title of the show. Or it's not only exactly. just the title; it's what we what we're doing. Just killing time with John and Ed coming up in just uh, just a minute or so here. Just a couple minutes, yeah. As, exactly. as we as we wrap up here, and uh, uh, John's going to take us out now. Am I going to? 
T-F-I. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. And welcome back once again here now to Just Killing Time on uh, Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network. So, again, from the ShaladaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Over there, he hasn't moved. Over there, in the Radio TFI Executive Tower, it is the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good. Once again, good sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Welcome to Just Killing Time, where we're... What are we doing, John? Just Killing Time. Just Killing Time. So we're, we're going we're gonna to murderize an hour here. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, and now I turn it over to the star of our set our, of this hour, John, John Shannon, John oh, Q, John Q. L M I star of this. Hour. How did I become the star of this hour? It's all about you, buddy. It's all about yeah. you. You want it to be, you wanted it all. You got it all. Well, all right. Well, let's go ahead and I guess sleep, uh, right into, uh, this particular segment like we've been doing each and every week by the way i found a little different source this time for the uh for the birthdays so all right stand by uh... said here we uh, we found a little different source for the birthdays this time the source that i was using was focusing a little bit too much on celebrities actors singers and what have you and i have a few of them here but uh uh i thought i'd uh, spread the love to uh, a little beyond that so celebrating birthdays this uh this week will be uh We'll, we'll, eat, we'll start off with a doozy here from the 22nd. Ted Kaczynski. Yep, you might... Holy smoke! Uh, didn't, didn't he play for the Red Sox? Or well, the Cardinals? Oh, no. <laughs> that was Ted Kluzinski. My my deepest apologies. The Unabomber. Ooh. 
Ooh, yeah. Rotting in prison. We'll be 80 years old. Really? Go ahead. Moving on to the uh, moving on to the 24th, where singer Bob Dylan will be 81. You think he's still blowing in the wind, or does he have to have somebody do it for him? Oh man, I kill me. I wouldn't know. I haven't stopped to ask him. Um, Roseanne Cash, you might know her as uh, Johnny Cash's daughter. Uh, she will be 67 on the 24th. You know, there was a story on the news this morning. Johnny Cash's hometown. They have a silhouette of him on the water tower. 50,000 tank water tower. This is a true story. Look it up. Somebody shot a bullet hole in the the uh, the, the silhouette's crotch. So now it looked like he'd been peeing on the out of the water tower for six days. <laughs> It'd have to be a hell of a shot if he was doing if they did that on purpose. Huh? It was close enough, close enough. Anyway, to the happy birthday to uh, the the spawn of the man in black. Moving on, John. <laughs> uh, also on the twenty fourth, actor John C. Riley will be fifty seven years old. He's uh. I like him better when he's in a secondary role. I've I've seen a couple of things where he's he's uh, he's more a lead or a co-lead. I, I think he's much better as. as I, I I agree, absolutely. For the twenty fifth, Mike Myers will be fifty nine years old. Oh, behave! Exactly. On the twenty sixth, Lenny Kravitz will be fifty eight. Wait a second. What? What? Lenny Kravitz is 58? Yes. He looks like he's about 24. I hate him for that. <laughs> and moving on, last but not least, uh, our, uh, for the 27th, the former Secretary of State is still alive at 99 years old, Henry Kissinger. Oh, nobody has a voice deeper than Henry Kissinger. Oh, and, I know, right? And, and a, uh, uh, a a thicker accent. So, so now we've finished birthdays, and we still got to find an ending for this bit. Uh, oh, I thought you did. Well, the ending we have today is the beginning of... Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. I decided it was time to dust off the Wayback Machine, <laughs> doggone it. That was that was that was fun. Excuse me. And what I just what I decided with this is I decided not to go so deep into things that we'd have no clue, no earthly clue why you know why would we talk about this? But so I thought I found some interesting things here. Now this is again. Well, before we uh, get go, at, before we get going, John. Uh, yes, this is a look a a, a look ahead to the past. But yes. I'd like you to look at the graphic, and for those of you listening on the radio, I, I apologize. I want you to take a good look at the graphic. 
And you're not, you're not going to find everything now, but I'll, I'll, over time we'll we'll uh, we'll discuss it. Anything pop out at you? Well, let's see. I see the uh, phone booth now. There's a name from uh, was that Doctor Doctor Who, right? Doctor Who, yes. And that's called something in specific, and I have no the TARDIS, no idea. TARDIS is that TARDIS. what it's called? Nah, it's the TARDIS. And yes. You've got uh, then, of course, you've got my favorite uh, show, movies uh, franchise of all time, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. Um, then you got some clocks. You got Peabody and uh, Sherman over there on the lower uh, lower right hand corner. The originators of the Wayback Machine. But they exactly. spell it W A B A C. I forget what it stands for, but that's uh, that's all I got for that. I don't have sound. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, Give us what we got. Checking. Okay. Going back here. Whoops, that's the wrong page. Going back to this page. There we are. So from uh, the uh, 22nd of 1992 was Johnny Carson's final appearance as host of The Tonight Show. Did you watch that? I did not. I did. I watched it. I watched that whole... The night before, he had Bette Midler on, and that was that... She sang to him his favorite song. Oh. And and the last night, he didn't sit behind the desk. He sat on a stool out, you know, on the stage by the curtain. And one of the things he talked about was his son, who had passed away... In a car accident, I think a couple of years before that, and uh, it, it was uh, it was very touching. He didn't go overboard with it because that's not who he was. Who's next? Uh, May twenty third, seventeen eighty five. So uh, seventeen eighty five, seventeen eighty five, where Benjamin Franklin announces the invention of bifocals, <laughs> which I happen to be wearing as we speak thank god for ben franklin do you think that if it wasn't for ben franklin that somebody would have come up with bifocals i believe so i believe so at some point you're probably right okay moving on to uh may 20 or excuse me uh, may 24th where uh (coughs) excuse me first of 1935 were the first major league night baseball game was played. Oh, 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 oh. I know this. Okay. It was, oh, it was either Cleveland or Cincinnati. How am I doing? I'll take a pick. Uh, Cincinnati. Right. Very good. Thank you. Now, do you know the score of that game? One nothing. No. Cincinnati Reds 2 Philadelphia. Now I, we don't know if that's the Philadelphia. Sure we do. Uh, Phillies. Sure we do. Was that the Phillies? It would have to be. There was no interleague play back then. Oh, that's right. Because the that, see, I'm thinking the Philadelphia A's, but they were American League. They were American League. Uh, there was no the only interleague play. <clears throat> excuse me. Would have been World Series, where it counted. I mean, maybe a little bit of spring training. Uh, that was that. Uh, the Philadelphia A's would be there another, oh, I don't know, another 20 years before they shifted on over to Kansas City 
for an 11 year the grand stop. scheme of things they weren't in kansas city very long by the way i think it was 11 years yeah they were there uh we're gonna go on now to uh, may 25th very recent here in 2020 uh where the video of uh, george floyd's uh arrest and murder while restrained in Minneapolis police custody shows he was pinned to the ground by officer Derek Chauvin uh, for eight minutes and 46 cents, uh, seconds igniting widespread condemnation and nationwide protests. Oop, that wasn't the one I wanted. Yeah. What a, what a day, what a, and what, what it led to and, Putting us where we Memorial are now. Memorial Day of all things, too, if yes. you believe that. I do believe it. I remember that. I remember that specifically. Oh, by the way, speaking, I have to backtrack here a little bit here in, from from uh, into birthdays here. I forgot one very, very special birthday on the list. Go ahead. Also on uh, May 25th of uh, 1965, where the lovely talented, the beautiful, my wife, Lori Shannon. And, so, and a happy, happy, happy Wednesday birthday to you, Mrs. Shannon. And we'll, uh, we'll try to make the, cl- the word of clues a little easier for you. Cause I, I understand you're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> he said, putting it, putting a match to the dynamite. <laughs> oh good lord <laughs> alright going on to uh, May 26th of uh, 1927 Henry Ford and the Ford Motor Country Company produced the last and 15 millionth Model T Ford better known as the Tin Lizzie. man invented the assembly line changed this nation forever also on the 25th in 1967, EMI releases Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band a few days early in the UK. It would go on to be number one for 15 weeks in the US and 22 weeks in the UK. And last but not least, on May 28th of 1972, White House plumbers, in quotes, <laughs> First uh, break into the Democratic National Headquarters and install listening devices in the Watergate Complex in Washington, D.C. That didn't work out so well, did it? That did not work out so well. And the the Republican Party hasn't uh, recovered since. (sighs) No, no, they haven't. Is that it? That's it. That's it for the Wayback Machine this week. And and again, we we need a closing for that too. I got a lot to work on. And yes, you uh, do. we we might as well go roll right into it then, John. Let's roll right into it. Are you ready? Let's roll right into it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. And which you could also say could have come from the Wayback Machine because we're still looking at uh, uh, music from the era of the 70s. 
So welcome to the Battle of the One Hit Wonders. Let's get right into it. Here is our challenger from 1975. This we is had Terry joy, Jack. we had fun, we had seasons in the sun, but the hills that we climbed were just seasons out of time. Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me. I was the black sheep of the family. You tried to teach me right from wrong. Much wine and too much song. Wonder how I got along. Goodbye, Papa. It's hard to die. That was Terry Jacks with Seasons in the Sun from 1974. Now, here's your champion from 1976. It is Wild Cherry. Now, John, before you go... Yeah, no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. I'm sorry. I guess I should probably just a second. That was Wild Cherry with Play That Funky Music from 1976. Now, you were going to say... No, no, you continue right on. I'll do it after the announcement. Okay. Here is your winner. Hold for it. 61.5% of the vote and new... Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion, Terry Jacks, with Seasons in the Sun, 1974. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. Together we've climbed hills and trees. Learned of love and ABC Skinned our hearts and skinned our knees Goodbye my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Pretty girls are everywhere Think of me and I'll be there We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons Seasons out of time Goodbye, Papa, please pray for me I was the black sheep of the family You tried to teach me right from wrong Too much wine and too much song Wonder how I got along Goodbye, Papa, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air Little children everywhere When you see them I'll be there We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song like the seasons have all gone 
help me find the sun And every time that I was down You would always come around And get my feet back on the ground Goodbye, Michelle, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Now that the spring is in the air With the flowers Starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the stars we could reach Were just starfish on the beach We had joy, we had fun We had seasons in the sun But the wine and the song Like the seasons have all gone Again, that was Terry Jacks with Seasons in the Sun. Your winner and new champion from Battle of the One Hit Wonders. Now I want. We already get- got a challenge from 1974, by the way. Now I I did see on the Twitter that this was winning by about that that 60 percent. It, it was a big margin. I guess it was the same on Facebook. It actually went 80-20 on, uh, on, Twitter. on Twitter. Okay. And uh, that's where the 60 came a in. Little closer, a little closer on the Facebook page. How, how close? Um, I think, actually, to tell you the truth, I think it was a dead heat now that I I don't have it in front really? of me. But I think really? Now, uh, before we get into next week's Challenger, there was a bit of controversy last night. Yes, there was. So I get the to prepare these cards and the graphics and have all, all all the audio ready. I have to get next week's challenger from John. Uh, he gave me the name of a song, Ellie May. Judy May. Judy May by by uh, Bo uh, the Jackson. Who? Umer Castleman. Yeah, and that's the... I, I even listened to the song. Never heard of it before. And as much as this is John's segment, and this is pretty much his show, the Just Killing Time, until we get to football, that is, and then we blow all this crap out the window. <laughs> I, uh, I had to put my foot down. I, I never heard of it, you know. Look, there's songs out there that I barely know and barely, but if even I can't recognize it, I don't know that our, our listeners will, will recognize it. Now, this one that that's coming up, I promise you, you've heard it. You probably haven't heard it in a million years, but you've heard it. And uh, generally, I don't I don't step all over John's picks, except for when they're not actually a one hit wonder. Uh no, you're not going to live that down. So anyway, yeah, yeah. so we we had a little a little kerfuffle last night, but we managed to uh, square it out. John, you want to tell the people about what's coming, what next week's challenger is? By the way, I'm going to find out. I'm going to do some more, uh, or uh, what's the word? Research. Research. That's the on, word. On it's called science. 
No, I don't. I don't have it in front. I'm gonna of do me. a little bit more research on that song uh, because. Silence! My feeling is, is just because you haven't heard of it, doesn't necessarily mean that it wasn't played on top forty radio. I didn't say it wasn't played on top forty radio, but considering that at that time I was in the number one market with a gazillion radio stations playing every song imaginable at the time, specifically the top 40 stuff. I, the right. melody, the melody didn't even sound I, the tune, just nothing of it was familiar. And I look, I don't mind obscure. Like this one coming up is obscure, but it's still recognizable. There were a lot of uh, obs- uh, uh, obscure songs from the, that particular I agree era. I agree but Ellie Mae didn't fall as far anyway it was Judy May yeah whatever get it right yeah. anyways next week this is uh, next week's challenger now so uh get ready to vote vote early vote often if you will uh this is 1975 Sammy Johns I gave a girl a ride in the wagon She crawled in and took control She was tired cause her mind was a dragon I said get some sleep and dream of rock and roll Cause like a princess she was laying there Yeah.
75. Sammy Johns with Chevy Van. That is next week's challenger here. So there you go. Our new champion, Seasons in the Sun by Cherry Jacks, will face off against Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. So now that uh, that is, I, I do have over the next couple of weeks as cha- upcoming challengers, I do have a couple of, uh, yeah, I'd say they were they were obscure, obscure. definitely. Definite one-hit wonders. Obscure is one thing. Uh, I'm, I'm all for Chevy Van is obscure. I, I mean, that thing hasn't seen the light of day to these years. And uh, probably since 1975. Uh, if it's, well, it's familiar. And once I started hearing it, okay, some of the lyrics come back. And, you know, you're kind of bobbing along there and, and, and all that. And uh, that's... But again, uh, you know, uh, Fannie Mae, whatever that was, that's uh, that was just a little. Now you're just trying. Now you're just trying to be difficult. I'm not trying. I'm being difficult. Learn the difference. <laughs> well, now I'll give you. I'll give you this. A lot of the ideas I have for these one-hit wonders come from listening to uh, my satellite radio. Okay. Serious satellite radio. And that's fine. And that's fine. And um, I, I will I will give you this that uh, well Chevy Van does make it to that uh, make it in that playlist uh, I will come on I'm not the only person that's ever heard of the song Judy May I'm not saying you are but I I use I like I said earlier I'm not even vaguely familiar with the song. To the point of, I don't know the tune, I don't know the medley, the words, the lyrics are certainly not. I've never heard of the artist. I, 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 I'm a big fan of One Hit Wonders, okay? And I used to listen to the radio a lot. You know, I, I, I listened to a, a good chunk of music, especially back from that day. And John, when I tell you, until I played that last night, I had never heard of it or heard it. And I just felt it would have been a little... This is, I thought this was much better Chevy Van. You know, even though it's a one-hit wonder, it's got to have a little, oh, yeah, I remember that to it. It's okay to pull something out that, that hasn't seen the light of day in 40 years, but it had to be a big enough hit. I mean, being in the top 40, you know, just because you made it to number 39, you know, do you ever listen to uh, Casey Casey? Casey Casey. Casey Kasem's American Top 40. You know, all the time. The first hour was just like, "What are these songs?" Yeah, they're the top forty hits, but what the heck are they? Most of them you hadn't heard of. Not till you get to the top twenty, and certainly the top ten. But yeah. I'm sorry. I, you know, look, I understand this is your gig and all that. But you're not sorry. No, well, you're right. I'm not. You're you're right. I'm not. It's, uh, but somebody had to say it, whether it was sincere or not, and. There you go. And it wasn't going to be you, so I guess it had to be me. So, now, now, now what? Now what? We got a whole half an hour to kill to to kill here. I don't know. I just work okay. here. Well, you just work here. Okay, I just work here. Now, sometime in the next 
Oh, we're going to talk about this in a second, too. Uh, if I have, I have time. If I, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to reformat the radio station, not reformat. We're, right now it's just playing music except for the, this live broadcast and the replays. I've taken all the shows off. Everything is off. The Lone Ranger's off. Baseball's off. Baseball won't be back till, till November. Uh, first, first Saturday after, after the World Series ends. We'll be back to playing baseball. Uh, but I, I need to sit down and get everything straightened out. I'm still, I've been off this first week and I've gotten some things done. Unfortunately, the station has, you know, except for prepping for, for our, uh, our, our little get together here every week. I really haven't had the opportunity to get into anything. You know why, John? I'm still looking for a damn apartment. That's why. Yep. Although I'm close, kids. I'm close. This one is uh Oh, I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm not gonna believe that you have a new place until you actually start moving furniture and look, then I'm gonna be scared. Look, I've handed money over and it still fell apart. Although I made a decision earlier uh last night that if this one I've got one uh it's it's got some really great features that I know I'm not going to find any anywhere else. I showed John uh, not only an outdoor parking spot but a full garage. There's two apartments in the in the house, and we would each have a garage and a parking spot, which is ideal for me. It's not in the neighborhood I would have wanted. It's not exactly everything. It's not as quite as big as I would have liked, but it'll serve the purpose. But if this one falls through. Uh, the, the young man that purchased the place, uh, it's, he just bought it a week ago. I was there with his mom. I believe he's, uh, uh, I believe they're Chinese and, uh, his mother, sweet lady, her English is not great, much better than my, than my Chinese, but, uh, she took a liking to me apparently. And, uh, I've sent them all the documentation, uh, paid for something, online that he says he'll reimburse me for but you know an application fee uh he wanted to go through the particular site so that's that's a good sign in my book but again we've been here before so but if this all falls through uh then we're not going to move the headquarters we're going to stay right here for for the uh for for a time being because i'm tired i'm tired of looking yeah i i i got exhausting I got a call from an agent, a real estate agent last night at about 9.30. 9.30 on a Saturday night. Oh, were you uh, still looking for the apartment? Uh, uh, what's the address? I've been, you know, up, been doing for a lot of them. She gives me the address. I said, well, give me a second. Let me look it up. I'm sitting at my computer. And she had given me her first name. I said, oh, by the way, what's your last name? She says, why? I said, I'd like to know who I'm talking to. Well, what's your last name? Okay, Van S, V-A-N, capital N-E-S-S. Oh, two words. That's interesting. Now, can I get your name? And then she gives me some, she had a very heavy Eastern Euron, Eastern European accent. And she gives me her last name as Benjamin, which I know. <laughs> is. And uh, she's very rude, very, 
And uh, and she called you. She called me at 9.30 on a Saturday night. Because I had said, well, I'm interested in, the, you know, whenever, a week ago. You know, I get I guess she's paraded enough people through there who have all said, oh, no, I don't want any part of this. And I look, I'm going to I'm I'm holding out for the other place. Uh, she's I hope she's not expecting that call back from me today because it ain't going to happen. If she wants to talk to me, she's going to have to call into this show. That's the only way. Uh, <laughs> the only way she's going to she's going to be an interesting me. call. That would be a very interesting call. It would be. It, I tell you what I, I found. <clears throat> I found a couple of decent agents. Really, the very first one I dealt with, she was the only one that kept up with me. She realized, she, she asked me what I was looking for, and she did her best. She would send me these uh, these leads, uh, listings and all that. And I finally, a week ago, I said, oh, thanks, I'm going to be, you know, I'm done, but thank you very much. And I went out and met with her a couple more than a couple of times. Actually, one of them was a pretty decent building. And uh, both her and the manager were supposed to call me back a couple of days later. Never heard from them. But but for the most part, real estate agents are assholes. And, uh, you know, I get it. They're out to make a buck. But I'm looking for a place to live. I ain't got time to, you know, be playing fast and loose. You're going to show me the place and I say I want it. And don't be showing it again. Give me the opportunity to do the application, you know, do what we got to do. If you're going to keep showing the place, then just just count me out. Just count me out. I can't, you know, I don't know who else you got, you know, on the hook here. And it's not fair. And it's not going to be. I know I was the, the, the place I'm, I'm looking at now, the place that I showed John the pictures today and and what I think will actually happen for me. I know I was the first person that they showed it to. Because he said that to me. He said, oh, you're the first. This was on Friday. And, and we've got uh, we got a couple people tomorrow. I said, well, I want the place. So you can do whatever you like with that. And uh, we get along just fine. I'm hoping it works out. Anyway, yes, to repeat, in case you didn't hear it the first time, real estate agents are assholes. Yeah. Convince me that I'm wrong. Somebody call me and convince me that I'm wrong. Prove me well, wrong. I tell you, like nothing I've ever dealt with. Uh, uh, I can only. I I just I haven't had that much experience. I've. Um, I think. I've come to think of it, in my I just haven't had that much experience over time with those people. I've either dealt with apartment complex managers, managers right, or uh, I guess an occasional, I guess you could, maybe they're a real estate agent, uh, a couple of leasing agents. It, it has a lot to do with where, what part of the country you're dealing right. with. Right, right. Now, not everybody I dealt with, I mean, there were some of the larger buildings where, yes, I was dealing with a leasing agent, which is, you know, they're doing their thing. And there was a lovely, lovely young woman I met a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the day I found the last place I thought I had. And uh, the only thing that, that knocked that out of the... Uh, that was a strikeout was because they had no parking at all. None whatsoever. Right. They had a garage, but it was full with a waiting list. And I said, no, that's... 
that's a ninja good for me. That's that's a no-go, as the uh, kids like to say. So um, we also, on a programming note, either this coming week or probably the week after, I'll be having some major dental surgery done. So talking ain't going to be my big thing for... I'm going to miss the show coming up. Right now, I believe we're scheduled. We are going to do uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, unless I can't. If I have this surgery, we, we're going to schedule it on Monday. On Monday, I find out when the, when the date is. Okay. They have to do a little bit more preliminary stuff. And, uh, and then we'll... Uh, Oh no! Once I get the, I'm trying to, <laughs> and I'm trying to lock this down between this and p- potentially moving. You know, I, I thought for sure <laughs> I would have had a place for May first at the latest May fifteenth. I would be in the process now of moving, and uh, like this week would have been this upcoming week would have been my big moving week. You know, having furniture delivered, all that good stuff. And I was wrong. You know, we still don't have a buzzer. I got to get a buzzer sound. We don't have one. I have one. I just don't have it where I need it. Uh, have I babbled on enough? Have I? No, no. I mean, the uh, questions. Well, no, just I, I, I go back, going back to your, uh, to your process here about the, uh, about the move and I myself have always been one that have liked dealing with the property owner mm. themselves. I don't want to deal with somebody that's uh, that is an agent and has several, you know, properties and right. not. No, I I would actually like to deal specifically with the landlord. Uh, and I realize that that's kind of a pipe dream these days. It doesn't happen near as much as it used to. Right. But um, as far well, as the show goes, uh, as far as, you know, it, I've got somebody uh, that I have been in contact with a little bit uh, over time. Uh, she's a friend of mine, friend of... Uh, friend of, uh, of the family of, uh, I don't know if I remember you uh, are mentioning that uh, a young lady that I'd known for damn near all of her life. Uh, geez, you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Young lady passed uh, had passed away and this was a friend of that family's. She is uh, she is in the uh, definitely in the uh, uh, LGBTQ community, uh-huh. and she is more into. She is looking uh, more specifically with tra- being transgender, uh-huh. and I have been wanting to, been thinking about bringing bringing her on the show at some point in time, just to just to talk about. I want to be educated mm-hmm. about this. I have no. I have no idea, no clue in my body. I have no clue in my body what it's like to be to be gay and to have those feelings, let alone to have feelings of 
I'm not happy with who I am, you know, in my body. I want, I want to be thought of as f- being from the other gender. Do you have those? Or, fi- do you have those feelings? No, I don't. You sure? But I'm, I'm positive. Really? I am very positive. You know, John, you're but not. That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean I dismiss it. John, you're not gay if you don't push back. Just so you know. By the way, I I didn't intend for this to get into a whole uh, programming thing. I was just mentioning that either probably this next Sunday or the Sunday after, I won't be here, or at least I won't be able to speak. Just just like the uh, just like the sign says over there, just killing time. Just killing time, right above me, right above me. And if and if you really wanna. If you really want to, if I can get to it in time, there you go. There you go. That's that's there the sign are. you're looking for. That's what we're doing right now. Just no, but I would, I would, uh, uh, she has, uh, she has told me that she'd be interested in coming on the show. Excellent. I, I figure that having her on the show, uh, when you were thinking about taking time off or needing to take time off or something. That would be the ideal time. You're right. It would be. Okay. Good for that. So we'll, uh, that, that's kind of what I'm looking at if when you have to bail for your, uh, for your dental. Right. Work. And we'll get into it, but I'll probably, you know, still run the board, still run the show, but I won't be talking. Oh, my God. What will we ever do? You'll have a much better show, that's for sure. And uh, it's highly. I, didn't want to, I did not want to be the one to say that, but. But you know what I get to do every couple of minutes? Miami has a dolphin. Go ahead. Keep messing with me. Way, way too early for that. You think so? I know. So. <clears throat> the schedule's out, and uh, I meant. I meant to have that handy. And. Uh, so what I'm going to do now while John talks about whatever the hell John's going to talk about is. Uh... Well, we, we mentioned that uh, that the Vikings are going to be playing the Dolphins in Florida towards the end of the season. I couldn't think I couldn't think of a better time to go to South Florida. Oh, there's there is no better, better time. Uh, OK, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now where, uh, oh, there, there's the Vikings, uh, October 16th. Oh, that's not late enough. Uh, really? I thought it was going to be later in the season. That's just when it gets really, really nice. That's the October 16th is when the humidity has just about been sucked out and the drier air settles in so it feels cooler that's that's when the temperatures are still in the mid 80s but it feels cooler right now we we went from 50 something degrees 48 hours ago we're in we're at 90 degrees today and yesterday this heat wave that just came rushing through no 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 october 16th is a is a beautiful time granted if you want the big you know the big change, yeah. You 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 get on a plane February first. You leave eighteen feet of snow in Minneapolis. 
you know, and Arctic temperatures and you step off the plane in Fort Lauderdale, it's uh, 70, 72 degrees, <clears throat> clear skies. And uh, you're wondering, what, why haven't you made this decision much sooner in your life? But uh, no, that's a that's a that's a nice time. That's a very nice time. And it's a Fox game, too. I don't know what that means to me, but. Uh, that's usually when. Uh, no, I know why. Been doing it is. I know. That? I know why they do it. Nor The visiting team generally determines which, which network it's on. Right. Yeah. Oh, but you don't know how you're going to be able to watch that game. Oh, I'll have it all figured out by then. Uh, uh, fortunately, because of the great year they had. We got a. We're, we're going to get a few more uh, national games. I'm just. I hate the fact that we open and close against the Patriots. I don't know why. It just bothers me. Uh, let me see. That's. Oh, we play the Bengals week four on a Thursday night. <coughs> That's two weeks before those Vikings. Right after the Vikings, we are uh, the Sunday night game against Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh comes to South Florida. Uh, let's see. We also have, uh, that's not really it. That's not really it. We got, we got a TBD week 15 against Buffalo, depending on how those teams are playing. Uh, that's probably going to be a national game. Uh, and, and we close against the J E T S jets, jets, jets. I'm sorry. Our next to the last game is the Patriots. Then it's the J E T S jets, jets, jets. And of course, keeping it heavy in the division there for the last couple well, of weeks. Well, every team now plays at the 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 first game of the year and the last game of the year are division. Uh, a lot of teams. I personally believe the next to last game should also be a conference game, so that actually, I mean, all games have impact on on the playoffs, but you have a much more direct impact on the playoffs on your seating if you're playing within the conference, but everybody wraps up in the division that's been going on for about 10 years now, which I think is a wonderful, wonderful idea. But yeah, week 15, uh, not week 15, week six, October 16th, 1 PM kickoff in beautiful hard rock, formerly known as, and should still be called Joe Robbie stadium. Uh, then Minnesota Vikings. Who's your quarterback this year? We still got cousins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what it was? I'm thinking, uh, what's his name? Left Seattle. Russell Wilson. He's in Denver now. He's in Denver, yeah. He's in Denver. So, uh, we don't play Denver. We have the, uh, who do we have? Oh, we, we have the AFC Central this year and, and the NFC Central. So, we get Detroit. We, we get the Detroit. The, uh, what is it you call them? Motor City Pretty Kitties? Motor City Kitties. Them's the ones. And Dub Bears. Or or, or uh, the Lie Downs. If the Lie Downs. Be, uh... We go to uh, Chicago. The first week of November. <laughs> Thank God I won't be there. Uh, the Browns come in. Houston. We go to San Francisco. Where uh, weeks 13 and 14. We are on the West Coast at San Francisco and then at the Jadges uh, before we... Let me uh, ask you real quick. Yeah, sure. You mentioned Houston. Houston. Do you miss miss the Houston Oilers? (sighs) You know, 
not being from Houston, uh, I used to like, bother always bothered me. Well, especially when I became a Dolphin fan, because you look at old, old film of the Oilers, you, they, look, they look like the Dolphins, the uniforms. Now, I, I do miss, uh, what's his name, uh, Billy White Shoes Johnson and, you know. Absolutely. Uh, who's the other one? Warren Moon had great success in Houston. I, you know, look, they moved and, you know, it's the Titans now. My boy Ryan Tannehill is with them. Do I miss the Oilers? Eh. I don't know. I, I don't recall I've ever had to watch a team of mine leave. Or have I? Well, I mean, having having had to deal with that with the Minnesota Wild, uh, when the North Stars when the North Stars left to Dallas, years went to Dallas straight down I thirty five, and I was a I was a big Minnesota North Stars fan. Actually, we had two hockey teams back back in the day. We had one in the. Uh, in the defunct uh, WHA World Hockey Association. Oh, the WHA! Good God, that you were too little for the WHA. I was not. Jeez, the WHA was when I was like fourteen. I went to I went to Minnesota Fighting Saints games all the time. You're just thinking with you Rolando did. and with the rest of the family. They were good seats, fairly reasonable seats. I went to one. New York Golden Blades game at Madison Square Garden. I had never, I was 14, something like that. Uh, I had never seen the garden that empty. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and well, the, the place where they played, that, that the Fighting Saints played, was known as the St. Paul Civic Center. It's actually built on the it was on the same plot of land where the uh where the where the wild play now the xl energy center is okay but uh the unique thing about a hockey game at the st paul civic center was that they had clear dasher boards oh really all the way around yeah really the only the only uh of course you know this is back before you put a ton of ads up on the dashers right but uh, no, they they had clear dashers. Was, no kidding. I'm gonna have to yeah. investigate that. That's that that's... was actually pretty cool. But no, getting back to the North Stars, I was uh, you know as a young adult. This was when the North Stars were in their heyday. They played. Yeah, uh, yeah. I honestly, I'm gonna interrupt you for a second. I was shocked when I heard that they were leaving Minneapolis for Dallas. Well, exactly. I just couldn't. No, no, knock to the people in Dallas. Oh, wait a minute. I hate Dallas, but uh, everything about it. But I just couldn't understand. Jesus, Minneapolis, that's a hotbed for hockey. I know there was more to it than just, you know. Well, there's, there was some speculation that the owner of the team uh, was getting ready to face some issues with sexual harassment. Uh, up there in, in Minneapolis, so uh, there's uh, there's all kinds of rumors about that. But uh, so I still, I just to this day, really can't get my head around the concept of the Minnesota Wild. Okay, 
I am just not that big of a Minnesota Wild fan. If I if I've got three things, if I've got the Vikings, the or well, no, not necessarily the Vikings. If I've got the Twins, the Timberwolves, and the uh, Wild, the Wild all on at the same time on TV. Quite frankly, I'm either watching the Timberwolves or the uh, Twins. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, I, I've never really had that. I've been to uh I've been to the first home game of two expansion teams, the Marlins and the Panthers. Uh yeah. the Marlins very first game was a home game. The Panthers played three games on the road before they opened at home in their inaugural season. And uh, I I was fortunate enough to to attend that. That was a blast. Uh so I, I living in South when I moved to South Florida, all we had was the Dolphins. So while I was living there, we got the Heat, we got the Marlins, and then we got the uh, the Panthers. And so it, it was great to you know keep picking up these. Remember, I grew up here in New York City, where we had nothing but perfect. We had nine professional sports teams, as long as I can remember. I remember when the Islanders were an expansion team. Uh. I remember when the Devils moved here from, they started out in Kansas City as yep, the Scouts. Kansas City Scouts. Then went to uh, Denver as the Colorado Rockies. Uh, yep. And then moved to, uh, to Jersey. And, uh, but yeah, we've, we've always had, now there's still, there's not many of them left, but people who are, you know, Dodgers and, and baseball Giants fans because, you had the Dodgers and the Giants here. Now that happened before I was literally before I was born, the year before I was born. So yeah. uh I don't remember a time without the Mets. Obviously I'm three years older than the Mets, but as far as I've known, the Mets have always been around. And yeah. I, I love to talk about the fact that nineteen sixty nine was a great summer to be a ten year old in New York. Oh, yeah. The same thing in Kansas City, too. Oh, don't give me wrong, baby. So. I don't mean to complain, but if you keep on yeah, talking, yeah, you're going yeah. to drive me insane. If you keep on talking all around. Never say goodbye. I'm still have the old ending, the old taxi stand hour ending to this just killing time. We're working on it. Okay. So, anyways, for that guy over there, Ed Van Ness, I'm John Shannon. I got the money. See ya! The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. Radio TFI.